listening to Lone Oak Student Ministry Podcast. Tough questions, testimonies, and text-driven preaching. Hey, welcome to or welcome back to the Lone Oak Student Ministry Podcast. Thank you for, for joining in and listening today. Uh, our special guest today is Alec Rudy. Alec, tell the world hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> good morning good morning or good afternoon yeah, good afternoon whenever you're listening or good evening yeah. or good night that's <laughs> actually from i don't know alec i don't know if you've ever seen this movie the truman show with jim carrey you ever seen that movie uh, i don't think so. all right so <laughs> we don't have a whole lot of time to go in this movie but uh he has a line there where he says good morning good afternoon good evening and good night <laughs> so uh but basically yeah. the, the short story of the movie is he is like inside of a movie like a tv show okay. and he doesn't know it he spends his whole life like a living like television show like a reality tv yeah but uh, it's like from from birth he grows up his whole life and like finally he experiences like wait something's going on so anyways um go go check the movie out um yeah. if you want to but anyways alec uh enough about uh jim carrey movies uh, tell us about who you are and um yeah just, just let us know who you are in case people don't know my name is alec rudy like joe said uh i'm a senior at mccracken i have been coming to this church for the past six years i believe mm -hmm. and um joe's been my middle school he was our middle school youth minister and now he's our middle school and high school now that i'm in high school so been with joe for all six of these years we've, I'm right here. we've, <laughs> we've experienced uh, a lot of fun times yeah. together yeah uh, yeah it's been good it's been it crazy alec i remember like my first time meeting you was at fca power camp yeah. um I guess you were sixth grade. Yeah. You had your little baseball. You're in yeah, baseball then and I you was. came walking through and let's go. Yeah. Oh, hey. So <laughs> yeah. But uh, that was funny. So anyways, well, cool. Hey, uh, Alec, you're on today because you're actually uh preaching this Wednesday night. That's right. Yes, yeah, sir. good. I'm glad you remembered. Um, so this Wednesday night, uh April twelfth, whenever you're listening to it, maybe you're you're listening afterwards, that's that's cool too. But um, so Alec, uh tell us uh a little bit about your sermon, like the title, where are we heading this Wednesday? So my title is going to be Coming Clean with God, and I'm okay. going to be uh, speaking from Psalms 51. Okay. Um, that The passage just kind of stuck with me mm -hmm. because, um, one, I can't remember if there was um, a Fuge or D-Now or if it was just something on a, it, it's a YouTube reel. Sure. I can't remember what it was, but someone uh, read Psalms 51.10, and, and that, that stuck with me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I related to it my personal life um really well and so i always you know always came came back to that verse when i was struggling with things and so that's kind of was the motivation behind okay. the sermon sweet so psalm 51 coming clean to god now coming clean to god uh that, that immediately makes me think of like coming clean of like confessing something so right. alex so let me ask you this has there ever been something like you had to come clean about confess like hey either stupid or serious i don't that could be another <laughs> segment uh right. What what's something you you've had to come clean on? So one of my uh, a, a funny one is uh, one of my favorite memories is when we had we used to have uh, fall retreats at, uh -huh. at family members' houses. Yeah, we we called that Reverb Weekend. Reverb Weekend. School, yeah, yeah. It was. It might have been. It might have been sixth grade, or it might have. Uh, I think you were seventh or eighth. Okay, yeah. maybe so. But we had a lot of people. Uh, this one this poor lady's house. And we were getting ready for bed, and and Brian uh -huh. Brinley was our small group leader, and he was there, uh -huh. and we stayed up till till midnight 
this one night because we would not sit down and do our shocking that's shocking shocking to me and <laughs> we finally got up to our rooms and me and logan davis mm-hmm. were messing around with the ceiling fan that we had of course why would you not and we were standing on the bed and sticking our finger in it and it was making a funny noise okay i haven't heard this part of the story before we thought it was hilarious (laughs) so logan had the great idea to jump up and stick his pinky in it not stand on the bed jump up and stick his pinky oh my goodness but when he jumped he extended his whole hand (laughs) and it stopped the fan abruptly and shot the blade out and hit another kid that was in our room okay in the back okay okay i've never heard all these details before (laughs) because joe martin when he was on he mentioned the ceiling fan but this is this is new information that uh wow that's probably at least five five or six years old wow okay brian and Mm -hmm. brian came in and was pretty angry i'm sure he didn't think it was very funny okay so so what so how 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 did you have to come clean was it more that you were found out and caught that you had to come clean or like what was that process just kind of back to <laughs> well we were laughing so hard it was obvious that something was going yeah, on yeah so brian for sure brian came in there and and kind of got on us about laughing how we think it's it, yeah. I, I don't know why i remember this but the first thing he said when he found out was like he said you think it's funny breaking people's houses <laughs> and so I, that's just always stuck with me but Brian said that, and uh-huh. and in fact, I, we were so embarrassed, and I think we he made us go say something to the lady, mm-hmm. apologize to her. Yep. But yeah, it was it wasn't the most <laughs> most fun yeah. experience afterwards. Having to come clean. That's okay, right. yeah. Okay, so uh, that's 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 a good. I think we've all had those moments that's in right. our lives where either we get caught and you have to come clean, or maybe coming clean uh, by yourself. Um, so um yeah so so we 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 all have things right that, that we have to come clean on so so what, what do you think that looks like for for most people coming clean um to god on something or just coming clean in general about just admitting guilt and things right so you know it's different for everyone everyone's yeah. gonna um experience conviction in a different way and and experience it um with how they feel god's putting it on their heart to mm-hmm. handle it and for me, uh, as many of you know my story, uh, I went through a, a tough time for um, six years, seven years, um, where I was, you know, in and out of a lot of sin and mm-hmm. a, a lot of uh, temptations that I was brought upon um, during school. And, you know, for me, coming clean was, I came clean to the whole youth group. We were at a, a huge uh, camp mm-hmm. uh, eighth grade year came clean told everybody and you know we we missed freshman year because of covid but then right. we went, get, came back sophomore year and it was still something i struggled with so i came clean with it again you know and fessed up that i was mm-hmm. still struggling with it and still never really um had the complete um i guess you could say repentance that i needed and then senior year, mm-hmm. you know, we go back to Fuge and uh, Mr. Stan Reed was, yep. was a huge part of this. And, you know, he sat down and we stayed stayed up late many nights at, at Panama Fuge just talking. And uh, we, he, we still, in fact, we make phone calls mm-hmm. pretty frequently just talking. And so, 
you know, like I said, it it coming clean is different for everybody. Right. You know, that was my coming clean. And in fact, at sophomore year, I came home and told my parents. Mm-hmm. That was another hard thing. You know, right. you, you know, telling God and confessing to God, that's a hard thing. And, right. you know, it's I guess some people would say it's easier, uh, especially people that don't believe in God because, you know, they don't believe that he's a real person. Mm-hmm. But. You know, that is a, a struggle is to, to confess up to God. But right. it's very easy to fess up to God and come clean to God because we know that he has grace and mercy for right. us. Whereas my parents, I knew they would forgive me and I knew they would still love me. But right. it was so hard because, you know, I see them every day. Right. I, you know, I saw the expression on their face when I told them. Whereas, you know, we don't see that with God. We don't see his expression. Mm-hmm. We, you know, but like I said, we know he has grace for us. So, yeah. That, that was, you know, that was coming clean for me. You know, right. Coming clean might just be telling a friend, mm-hmm. having an accountability partner. There's there's so many different ways that you can come clean uh, to get a burden off your chest, to break away from the mm-hmm. chains. And like I said, you know, it took six, seven years for me to come clean and to finally break away. And, yeah. you know, we still, you still, I, I'll be the first to tell you, you're still going to struggle. Right. Even when you think you have it going so well. You know, mm-hmm. you're still going to fall back into sin. You're still going to struggle and the devil will find a way that he can use your past, that he can use new things, new tactics against mm-hmm. you. So, right. Cause we, and the reason why is we, we all are sinners, right? right. And the Bible That's tells right. us that we all have sin and we all right. have fallen short of the glory of God. There's no one perfect. We all, uh, have our own struggles, right? Some That's people's right. struggles are public. Some people's struggles are par- private, you know, but but we all have sin and we all have a reason and a need to come clean to God. And God wants us to come clean, right? right. Like God doesn't want us to, to carry around this weight of shame and, you know, guilt all the time. Like that's right. not how, how that's not the abundant life that Jesus talks about. You know, we, we, we are able to live free because of what Christ has done for us. And so, uh, yeah, I think we're, we're, what you're headed this Wednesday night, something that we all, need to hear you know because we all have sin in our life like i said whether that's something public that everyone knows about or or a lot of times for many of us we have a private sin in our life that it's just eating us away and and we've we've talked about this i've mentioned it before like we all handle like that private sin with either shame or guilt and shame says i'm a terrible person but right. guilt says i'm in something terrible right, right. And, and what god wants us to do is god wants us to to recognize that guilt that's why god has given us the holy spirit to convict us of sin so that we can come clean to god so so the passive scripture is psalm 51 right that, right. that's where we're headed so, right. so tell us a little bit about god's word what does god have to say about um why we should come clean to god what 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 is this passage of, of scripture where's it at and who wrote it and what's going on give us the details it, it's, what's the, the phrase spill the tea is that is that still a <laughs> yeah. thing i don't know yeah that's uh <laughs> is that's, that, that's is an that, old one it's an old one I'm See? Sure, but no there's many people that still say okay it. okay so there so is. spill the tea on psalm 51 <laughs> about about coming clean to god right. what, what's going on there so uh you know psalm 51 the the re- the title it says a prayer for restoration this, this was written by by David. Mm-hmm. You know, the Psalms are songs, kind of, where, um, in fact, that have um, been spoken. And this is after 
um, there's a prophet in the Bible named Nathan, and and he came to to David after a terrible sin that David committed. Mm-hmm. And David, a man after right. God's own heart, right? right. Like, David, one of the you top. know top Christians that you can <laughs> sure. exp- you know just look at. You know, yeah, he had the title, a man after God, right. from, a man for God's own heart, and, right? You know, even he sinned, right? And you know, he had. Leading up to this, he had so many, so many blessings in his life. Uh-huh. You know, he defeated Goliath. He, with with a stone and a slingshot. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he he had so many. You know, he was um, named the king of of Israel. Mm-hmm. You know, he he led God's people for so long. And right. if we see here, um, the backstory is is um, from Second Samuel, and it and it tells a story about. When David was king, one morning he woke up and he was on the roof of the palace and he was looking around just at all his land and mm-hmm. he saw a, a woman bathing on her roof as well. And um, her name was Bathsheba, mm-hmm. uh, which is actually kind of ironic that her name was Bathsheba and she right, was taking a bath. bath. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, she, her name was Bathsheba and he sent a servant to mm-hmm. go find her yep. to see he didn't know who she was. He, he sent a servant to figure out information on her and comes back and, you know, the servant tells that that this is Bathsheba. She's married to, to in fact, one of your military mm-hmm. uh, leaders, in fact. Yep. And um, you know, his name is Uriah. And he's, he called for Bathsheba to come to him. Yep. Being the king, he had so much power, he can do whatever he wanted to. Right. So Bathsheba comes and ends up, they end up committing he ends up david ends up committing adultery with Bathsheba. he he went through all this and come turns out that they even had a son together Mm -hmm. and when he found this out when Bathsheba told david this leads into david's second sin in in this first he commits adultery and now he goes on and commits murder he he Mm -hmm. calls for uriah to come home and Uriah's like, no, I, I, I can't be sleeping in my own bed where while right. my fellow peers are fighting yep. for this country and for this nation. So David sent him back, and and he called for his uh, a messenger to go to tell the leader of the the army here to put Uriah on the front lines where right. David knew he would be murdered, to mm-hmm. knew he would die. And, and David thought this would take care of it. David thought that this would all be okay. Mm-hmm. But we see here that first he commits adultery. Now he's committing murder. You know, that's two of the worst sins that, that are in the Ten Commandments that say you're not, you know, we have to follow. And uh, he committed that. And then here in Psalm 51, this is after Nathan came to mm-hmm. him. So. Yeah, so this is the confrontation, right. right? Nathan, hey, buddy, you need to come clean about right. this. And right. so, so that, in fact, that's in Second Samuel as well. That's, okay, yeah, that's the next chapter after where Bath, uh, where David and Bathsheba meet, and everything goes on. That's the next chapter. That's Second um, okay. Samuel twelve is when Nathan comes to him, right? And you know, he like you said, he just tells him what God put on his heart. Yeah, you have to come clean. You know, you're gonna face a punishment. You're gonna yeah. lose this son that you had mm-hmm. in adultery but but he also said you know god will forgive you right um and then here in psalm 51 it's it's david's plea to okay. god to forgive him so this psalm 51 is david coming clean before right. god right? right okay so this okay. is his you know this is prayer to god and yep you know 
a big thing was, you know, verse one, he just, the first thing he said was be gracious on me, God, Mm -hmm. you know, God is so big and so mighty, but he has so much grace for us. And he just, that's what he flat out says is just be gracious on me, God. He knew that he committed a terrible sin and Mm -hmm. knew that he did it the completely wrong way. And, you know, he just instantly be gracious to me, right? Be gracious. And, you know, like, like I said, verse 10 was one that always stuck with me. Mm-hmm. You know, and it says, you know, God create a clean heart for me and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Mm. David, you know, he's pleading with God to, mm-hmm. to clean him, to, to renew his, his spirit. Right. But then he also says, don't take your presence from me. Don't mm-hmm. take your Holy Spirit from me. And, and he said, lastly, you know, restore and the joy and the salvation to me that you know that one of my points on my sermon of this week is going to be the assurance of god's love mm-hmm. that we get when we come clean the last thing that david says here is to restore and mm-hmm. to give me assurance of your love right and you know god did yeah <clears throat> nice so so you mentioned one of your points you got three points right Correct. so That's just right. you don't have to go on all of them because we don't want right. to steal your thunder for this wednesday night. but what like what are the three main like things we can see from this passage that about just coming clean before God. Right. So, you know, when, when I was sitting down with, with Joe and myself, we were trying to figure mm-hmm. out uh, just three points. And what we came up with, you know, was first, you know, David's peace. Mm-hmm. You know, although he had this sin, David still had peace during this. And then secondly is forgiveness. And I related to this one myself, self-forgiveness. Right. It's not easy to do, but we have to. Right, And then, like I just pointed on, the assurance of God's love. We have the cross. Mm-hmm. We get to see. And in fact, in the scripture, there's four different times mm-hmm. that it assures us of God's love and yep. of God's grace. So when we come clean for God, it gives us peace. Correct. It allows us to be able to forgive ourselves because we know that God's forgiven us. We know that because we look at the cross, right? right? We're right. an everlasting symbol of forgiveness and grace and God's love. And then the third thing is we get assurance of God's love, Correct. right? Cool. Well, I'm excited to to hear a little bit more. I know we, you and I have been talking about a lot uh, leading up to this, but uh, you know, I think for 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 those listening, uh, both on the podcast and in person, um, there are some takeaway points that that we all need to hear. Right. You know, like um, um, and uh, like we said earlier, it's it's something that that we all have. We all have private sins in our life. We have public sins and things that that God wants us to come clean. You know, he, he wants us, he wants you, he wants us, all of us to, to have peace in our life. He wants us all to, to, to be able to forgive ourselves because we know God's forgiven us. And sometimes we're the, we're the hardest person to forgive in our lives. Right. Would you, would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I related on that, that, that was actually one of the biggest points I took Mm -hmm. from this was, was self-forgiveness. Um, like I talked about with my struggles, you know, I could, you know, even Mr. Stan and me have talked, like I said, and one of the biggest things that I've realized looking back on my sin and being in this for, for the long period of time mm-hmm. I was, was I never forgave myself. Mm. And I think that that kept me in my sin. Yeah. Was I, you know, God forgive, God forgives mm-hmm. us. He always will. Mm-hmm. But I never forgave myself and I yeah. couldn't get past that sin. I I stayed in the past. Why did I do this? Why did I spend time with this? But the minute 
in fact, when it was with Mr. Stan, we mm-hmm. one one night at Feud senior year, Mr. Stan just said, "You know, have you forgiven yourself?" And it yep. hit me. You know, I I'm I'm a pretty uh, emotional guy, just you know, <laughs> with with the spirit and yeah. Uh, which is okay right right okay you know, every yeah. oh it's funny guys at church and men at church mm-hmm. think you know you have to seem tough mm-hmm. but no. you know yeah. just as kind of sidetracked but one of my biggest role models my dad is you know he's very emotional with you know with everything with the spirit with mm. with our family everything and i i think i've gotten that from him and, yeah. and learned that from him but well, you know i just David. Yeah, David. I mean, David. I mean, David danced. Right. Yeah. David sang songs. Right. David cried. You right. know, this manly guy who. Right. Was a who, king of, who, of Israel. Who cut a dude's head off. Right. Would probably not be considered very manly based on his mm-hmm. emotions that he right. displays. But, you know, we're going off on the totally right. different yeah. topic now, right. which is maybe a podcast for later. But, right. but yeah, so emotions are totally cool and, and right. great. And, so God gives us those for a reason. Right. So, so it just hit me. And, and I just, we were sitting at a picnic table right outside mm. our, our dorm room and I just was bawling. Yeah. You know, all these people are walking by and just staring <laughs> at me and I'm just crying. And, you know, I realized that I never forgave myself. Mm. I spent six years in this and I never forgave myself. And looking back on it, like I said, I think that's one of the issues that kept me in my sin because mm. I never forgave myself. And, you know, there was many other things that also did not help. Um, you know, I'll, I'll just say this, social media yep. is a terrible thing, terrible thing, a terrible creation. I wish it didn't <laughs> even be created. But, yeah. you know, social media is it's it's got benefits, of course, sure, yeah, everything, like does, everything, but good and bad. There's but if it's a temptation in your life, get right, rid of it. Right. right? It's not it's not worth that it. That was yeah. one thing that, that also helped me in my mm-hmm. my, uh, my mm-hmm. faith. I had to delete social media for a while. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I'll, I I don't even have Instagram anymore. Mm. I've I've deleted that for it's been a couple months now. Yeah. Uh, I I don't have Instagram anymore because I don't just sit there and scroll, and that was yeah. always a huge temptation for anything. So yeah, gotcha. All right. Cool. Well, hey, uh, I'm excited to to hear what, what Lord's lay on your heart and how you will uniquely share your story. And really, I think, you know, your story, um, it, it's, it's all of our stories. We, we all have things that we need to come clean before God. Right. And God has put people in our lives, uh, whether that's adults or friends who, you know, I think that's one of the beautiful things about the family of God is, is we, when we all recognize that we are all sinners, then we, we really don't have anything to be be shameful of right. because we're, we're all broken, sinful people just trying to, you know, make it through. But, but, you know, we, we so many times have the social media factor in our life where, where what we display is the perfect, clean, crisp, edited pictures of our life. And people think we all have it together, but you know, it's the whole like Instagram versus reality thing. Like if we really displayed what's really going on in our life, man, uh, we would all see the the filth and the dirt right. in in all of our lives, yeah. and and I think that's you know ultimately that's what that's what the family God's for. Right. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed right. to to bear one another's burdens. We're supposed to 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 come clean before before God and before each other because we we need each other. Right. You know, we like kind of at D now what what Ian talked about that Saturday night. Like, hey, we we're the family God and mm-hmm. we need each other. There's right. so much more life. Is when we all can come clean before God, and come clean for each other, and and let let us all just, just let's let's do this together because right. we we cannot do this alone. Right. That's that's 
another huge thing that that helped me in my faith was mm-hmm. accountability partners. You know, if if you tell somebody about it and they they make fun of you for it, they're not the right person. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't even need to be friends with them. No. I'll say that. If yeah. they make fun of you for things you're struggling with, you don't need to be friends with them. Right. But you have to, if if you try to handle stuff on your own, you're not going to be successful in your right. faith. Yeah. You have to seek accountability partners and mentors. I mean, yeah. I never did. Yeah. That, and that's another point that, that it held me in my sin for so mm-hmm. long because I would not tell anybody. Yeah. I tried to handle it on my own, but I yeah. couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And re- regardless, right. whatever, whatever your sin struggle is, you know, we, we need people checking in on us. Right. right? Um, and that could, we could go on, on a bunch of different lists, but the reality that I think your point is true regardless of whatever it is, you know, right. we need each other and we need the Lord's help to do it. That's you know? right. So, well, cool. Well, Hey, we, I kind of skipped over a segment at the very beginning, uh, fun or favorite memory. I, I guess maybe your, your, your ceiling fan story was your favorite, yeah, but was right. there anything else that you can think of any, um, you know, um, I'll give you credit, you know, all the D nows and all the future camps we've gone to, you know, they've, you know, they've been centered on Christ. Mm-hmm. I, I've never, I don't think I've ever been to a camp, uh, that wasn't focused on Christ. Mm-hmm. So many, um, of my peers that they go to other churches and, um, go to different camps and even a few camps, you know, most of the camps I've been to church camps I've been to or through our church, but, um, a few other camps just around here that I've been to, you know, they're not focused on Christ. They're, they're not centered on Christ. And I'll, I'll give you props. You know, you've done for the six years I've been, you know, in our (laughs) youth group, you've done great. You've done incredible on, on focusing on God. And, uh, you know, like I said, the denials and the fuges and, and just fall retreats, they, they had a huge part in my life. And I don't hmm. think I realized that going through. Yeah. I think I was there for the wrong reasons. A lot of times I went for the wrong reasons sure. and I had the wrong reason on my mind. But while I was there, mm-hmm. I saw God. I, yeah. I experienced God, you know, just at D now that that's not near as big as fuge is. Mm-hmm. But just looking back on D now, we, you know, the spirit was moving. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a couple hundred people in there. And, uh, you know, it was a smaller crowd, but we had a few churches there and we just, you know, we poured out to God. Mm-hmm. God came to us. God was with us, you mm-hmm. know. And, you know, just all the camps really yeah. Um, yeah. are just were incredible. And I, I'll miss them when I can't mm-hmm. go to them anymore. And, <laughs> right that's right that's right but not you know not in college there's not really many camps that you go on just because there's there are and and i yeah you know this is kind of off topic too but i plan on getting plugged into a a youth group there and uh, Mm -hmm. uh, one that's my sister's already involved in up Mm -hmm. at uk it's called csf and they they do incredible there at, at pointing and focusing on god as well but that I that's one huge thing that I've always loved about our youth group. Yeah. Is we're always focused on God. Even if we come for the wrong reasons. Not mm-hmm. not you coming, not sure, like yeah. you, Joe. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> if us students coming for the yeah. wrong reasons, oh, are you you gonna come? You, you wanna play basketball? And yeah, I remember that was a huge thing in middle school. Uh-huh. If our friends weren't coming to play basketball, we weren't coming. Yeah. And, you know, we came for the wrong reasons at times, but it was always so focused on God that 
in the end, we yep. saw God. We had experiences with God. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll never forget the camps. And Yeah. So, yeah. yeah the camps and Dean hours are great. and But, you know, we weren't made to live on the mountaintops. That's right. You know, uh, you can, it's fun to climb the mountains. It's a great, awesome experience on top of the mountain. But That's we... Right. We're, we weren't made to live on that. Right. We, we've got to come back down. And it's and what you do is from, from event to event. And the reason why we do this top announcement, the reason why I do the camps is to to hey, hopefully let it be a momentum, right. uh, a growth, so that when you come back down and you, you can sustain and and, 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 right. and do do what God's called you to do. And right. Live With, well, in our faith, we have to go through valleys. Yep, if absolutely. we don't go through valleys, we're not going to have faith. Right. Because everything's going to be butterflies and rainbows. It's all going to be perfect if we're always on a mountaintop, yeah. but you know, we have to go through valleys to have our faith tested. So yeah. cool. And one of those valleys is having to come clean, right? That's come right. clean to God. That's just right. kind of tie it all, That's tie it right. all back together uh, through that. Well, cool. Well, hey, uh, Alec, thanks for, thanks for coming on and sharing and uh, look forward to this Wednesday night. Absolutely. And uh, if, if you're listening to this after Wednesday, uh, we'll have a video uh, recording of the sermon. Hopefully everything works out well. That's right. uh, tech on our YouTube channel, Lone Oak Students. Uh, you can find it on, on our YouTube channel, Lone Oak Students. So cool. That's right. All right. Well, cool. Well, hey, Alec, uh, you want to close us out? Sure. Say yeah. anything? Just say uh, you know, like I said, you know, just always stay focused on God. Always have someone you can talk to. Uh, always just trust someone around you because that's how you can get through um, the hardest things in your life. So, Sweet. Awesome. Hey, thanks for listening and uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Yes, we'll sir. talk to you later. All right. yes, I don't know why I said you. talk to you later. It's on a phone call. It feels like a phone <laughs> yeah. call. So, all right. Hey, let's go ahead and stop. All right. All right we'll, see <laughs> we'll see you later. Okay. Goodbye. Okay,